0: Podcast. Thank you for joining and get ready for a great segment. We're gonna be talking today about fruit, the sugar in fruit, how much fruit you should eat, but better yet, what are the high sugar fruits you might want to be cautious of, and what are some of the low sugar fruits that you might want to include more of? All of that we're going to talk about today, but just a little update in terms of where we're at with things in life. I cannot believe, but like June is already almost over. We're going to be heading into July, 4th of July holiday coming up before you know it. What can I tell you other than be safe, be healthy, and I want you to be able to enjoy your 4th of July holiday without being stressed about it. And what I mean by that is whether you're a client doing the Earn That Body program right now, or maybe you're just someone who doesn't want to gain five pounds over the holiday week, just know that you can make it a super holiday week without gaining weight. And the best way to do that is just by sticking to a plan, sticking to eating whole foods as much as possible. Really try to avoid all of the processed foods and the chips in the bag that are going to be at that bar barbecue, but rather maybe grab the watermelon, which we'll talk about today in our episode about sugar and fruit, grab the foods that are real foods, because those are always going to fill you up. They're going to satiate you. Your body knows what to do with these real foods versus all the chemical foods out there or the really unhealthy foods that you often find at barbecues. So instead of worrying too much about staying on track, just really try to pick the healthiest, Of the worst options, sometimes that's all you can really do, right? Uh, But living your life to the fullest is more important than always stressing about every calorie and every pound, because honestly, I really want you to go out and enjoy a holiday weekend and always know that on the Monday after a holiday weekend, very often you might be up a pound or two on the scale because maybe you did eat a little bit extra or enjoyed a little bit more. But generally, that's just water weight that will come right off if you don't. Go into some kind of fad cleanse or fad detox to get rid of all the, you know, extra pounds you gained. When you do that, it creates a horrible cycle for your body and your metabolism. Just get back on track that Monday after the holiday, all right? Now, there is not going to be a new podcast on the holiday weeks. I always do take a break on holiday weeks, so anytime there's a holiday, just know that the podcast will take a break, but we'll always be back the following week, but definitely wishing you all a great 4th of July week to come. Now, as I said, we're going to talk about fruit. We're going to talk about sugar, which probably is timely because, you know, summertime has some of the greatest fruits there are, and we will get to all of that after this. And now, it's time for the Eagle's Eye on Health. These are Kim's quick tips, latest health news, or piece of weekly inspiration. In today's Eagle Eye on Health, coming to you from Mayo Clinic, they talk a little bit about the great outdoors and how nature has so many benefits. And I have to say... I definitely feel that way too. I feel, everything that I read in this article, I was like, yes, 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 that's me, that's me. But I guess it's not just me, it's everyone. And so what they had to say was that waves lapping on the shore, leaves changing color in a dense forest, a glorious sunset, nature can be beautiful, but it can also be very beneficial. And whether your favorite outdoor place is a trail in the woods, or maybe a stream, or maybe your garden, that would be me. (laughs) Spending time in nature may, in fact, improve your health in so many ways, such as helping to lower your stress, lift your mood or foster enjoyable physical activity. Now, what are some of these natural benefits? Well, they say that spending time in nature can evoke many positive feelings, such as awe, wonder, and calm. Time in nature can also be invigorating or provide a harshness that can be rewarding to endure. In addition, studies have found an association between time in nature and benefits to mental and physical health, such as exposure to natural settings appears to help lower stress, heart rate, and diastolic blood pressure. Women who had heart attacks had shorter hospital stays in sunny rooms compared with sunless rooms, which is so awesome that they even got that information and studied it. Children with attention deficit hyperactivity disorder, ADHD, have better symptom relief after taking part in activities in green outdoor settings than in less natural environments. And for those burned out from focusing on specific tasks, spending time in nature or looking at nature scenes may help restore their ability to concentrate better. Now, studies define nature in various ways, examining everything from forests to trees along streets And Mayo Clinic experts say that many types of contact with nature and green spaces can be beneficial, even including just a simple stroll in nature. Now, I have to say this resonates so much with me because I really get that sense of relief and calm and a feeling of being very grounded when I'm outside. And so many of you know who follow me on social media that I have recently, I say recently, but it's been over two years now, gotten very into gardening. And it has become this very sort of special grounding place for me to go to several times a day. I'm out in my garden several times a day, morning, afternoon, and evening. And I do, I get this sense of peace and relief and a grounded sense. And because I'm sort of a one-woman show with Earn That Body and I have a lot of tasks on my plate, I wear a lot of hats for my business, I really need sometimes to step outside and get that nature benefit to refocus on what I'm doing in my job. Because like they said in the article, sometimes uh, we need that break. And so sometimes I find that if I'm sort of at a block, whether I'm writing a blog or coming up with new podcast episodes, if I get sort of blocked and I just can't think of anything, I go out into nature, which I have a beautiful backyard I'm blessed with. And so sometimes just going out and taking some deep breaths and looking around can completely revive me. So I hope that... I can inspire you to do the same, and the reason that I really chose that article for our Eagle Eye on Health today is because it is summertime. It's a great time to be outside, even if it's just for a few minutes. I know some of us have super hot climates, and you're probably thinking, well, you don't live in Arizona. You don't know how hot it is. Well, I live in Texas, and it's pretty hot and humid, but still getting outside every day is so important for That mental break so especially like I said with holidays upon us and a lot going on if you feel a sense of overwhelm at any point in the weeks to come take a few minutes outside use some beautiful inhales and exhales amongst nature and see what it can do for you now let's talk fruit (laughs) now I've talked about fruit before on the podcast and everybody knows that it is an essential part of your diet And you should, in fact, eat fruit daily. And I recently did a segment on Studio 512. It's a local television show here. And the focus was about fruit and high and low sugar fruits. And I did some demonstrations and sort of talked about which fruits. And I realized that, well, for one, not everybody has access to Studio 512. Um, So I wanted to bring this to my podcast audience, which is you know, gotten quite big, which I'm so thankful for, to make sure that we get this information out to as many people as possible, because all I ever want to do is pay health forward, and I do it through the podcast. So that's why I sort of took it from Studio 512, and then I wanted to expand it here today, because eating fruit is so important to our diet. But... These are not foods that we can eat in an unlimited quantity, unfortunately, because they simply have too much sugar. And at the end of the day, sugar is still sugar, everyone, whether it comes from a candy bar or fruit. Sugar is sugar. And we definitely need to make sure that we limit that amount of sugar for so many reasons. Um, For the most obvious reason is sugar is going to be super high calories and eating too much sugar, whether again, it's fruit or a candy bar, it's going to spike those uh, blood sugar levels in your body. And you can get the highs and the lows, even just from eating too much fruit and you just don't want too much sugar in your body, especially if you're trying to lose weight, you don't want that. And sugar in general, we've talked about before, can be very addictive. And so you still have to be cautious of it, even within fruit. But why is fruit still better than having that candy bar? Like then why shouldn't you just have two candy bars a day? Like you should have two fruits a day? Well, there are so many important nutrients in fruit that I absolutely want you to get every single day. There are vitamins, minerals, phytochemicals, antioxidants, and a great amount of fiber in fruit. So that's why I definitely recommend that that you don't stop eating fruit. You just need to think about how much you're eating. Now, with summer being a key season for some of my favorite fruits, I don't know about you, but it's like, I feel like you get those standard fruits during the year, you get the apples and there's oranges and bananas, but the summertime has some of the best fruits out there, in my opinion, I thought it would be so helpful for you to know which fruits actually do have the highest amount of sugars, which fruits have the lowest amount of sugars, so that you can understand how much sugar is in an actual serving size of some of these different fruits. And that may shift your decision on certain days of how much you eat of certain fruits. Now in general, it is recommended you should be eating like two to three servings of fruit a day. And a serving could be a little different for each type of fruit, meaning that one cup is usually the serving size for most like tiny little uh, fruits, like a berry. Um, One cup for things like that is approximately a serving size, whereas I would say for uh, fruits that aren't, you know, tiny like that, it's a medium-sized fruit. So things like your banana, your apple, your pear, go for the medium size, not the super big one you see that would probably be a little bigger than a serving size, but a medium-sized fruit would be a standard serving size as well. Now. Should we get started with the high sugars or the low sugars? Let's go ahead and get started and talk about 12 high sugar fruits. And I want to really preface and say this. It's not that you shouldn't have these fruits, it's just that I want you to see how much sugar is in some of them so that you might be a little more cautious the next time you are eating these. Now, probably the highest sugar fruit out there is one that I've never had. It's the lychee. Have you ever had that? I'm actually interested to know on social media when I post the podcast each week, if you've had lychees. Give me a little post on this one. I'm curious, where do you get them? What do they taste like? It's basically a tropical fruit that has a serious sugar punch because it has 29 grams per cup serving. In a lychee, like 29 grams is a lot of sugar and yes, you can consume it, but you're definitely going to want to use some moderation when it comes to that one. Now it does have 2.5 grams of fiber, which is awesome. Um, But again, a very high sugar fruit that you want to be cautious of. Next down on that list would be the mango, and I absolutely love mango. It's something that I started eating later in life. My parents never bought a mango when I was growing up. <laughs> so even now when they, like, I think I served them a mango when they came to visit, they sort of, like, didn't know how to eat it or what it was. And I always, like, I take this lesson that I learned from my, grow, my growing up, like, Make sure, parents, for your kids out there, have them try all the fruits, the fruits that you're not used to eating. Like, buy lots of them so that they can try things when they're young. So the mango is something that I came to know later as an adult, and it is delicious, right? It's a great summer fruit, but again, very, very, very high in sugar. 23 grams of sugar per cup of mango. So lots of great vitamin A in it, that part's good. 2.6 grams of fiber, that part's good, but you gotta limit how much mango you are eating in one sitting. Now next down from the highest sugar fruits, we're kind of going down in sugar for each one, but still pretty high, cherries which breaks my heart because there's nothing better than when the summer cherries hit the market, I have to tell you, but 20 grams per cup of cherries. Now I want you to think about this. The next time you go to have cherries, I want you to get a, a measuring cup out that is one cup and then put your cherries in there and see how many actually fit in one cup because that's 20 grams of sugar and then ask yourself do you normally eat right out of the big bag of cherries or you put them in a big a big bowl do you normally eat like two to three times that one cup because i know i certainly have (laughs) but you have to be very very cautious because again a lot of sugar. Now, they say that cherries include cancer-fighting antioxidants and uh, recovery-promoting potassium. That part's awesome. 3.2 grams of fiber. Awesome as well, but super high in sugar. Now, funny story. Long, long ago when I lived in California and I was training some clients for weight loss, one of them was not losing weight and we couldn't figure out what was going on and then she was like going through and telling me everything she'd eaten, and she said, "I've been eating so healthy, and I've just been eating real food, and I've been eating fruit every day." Blah, blah. And then she kind of like nonchalantly says, "Like yeah, like every day when I pick up my son, like I grab a bag of cherries from the market, and so I eat the bag of cherries on the way to pick him up." And I was like, "Whoa!" whoa, whoa. Like you go to the market and you buy the bag of cherries, and she said, "Yeah," and I said, "And you eat the whole bag of cherries, like." picking up your son that afternoon? She said, yeah, I've been doing that like every day. And it's like, oh my goodness. Well, there you go. <laughs> Can you imagine how much sugar she was taking in in an entire bag of cherries? I'm talking like the bag you buy at Whole Foods. And here she thought she was being super healthy because cherries are, she had organic and, you know, it's fruit and it's, it's one ingredient. And A lot of people just don't realize the amount. I can't even fathom how much sugar she had been taking in that week because summer cherries were her favorite. Um, So as soon as we got the cherries put into moderation, the weight loss started again. So just something to think about. You do have to watch and moderate how much you have. Now the fourth highest sugared fruit is unfortunately one that I eat quite a bit. It's an apple. Apples do have about 19 grams of sugar per medium-sized apple. Now, I still have an apple almost every day, but I only have two fruit servings a day, and that's one of them. And so I still, you know, limit how much I eat. I always add a little peanut butter, some type of protein fat with my carbohydrate. And it's a great fruit. It has four grams of fiber, which is also so awesome. But it is a bit high in sugar, so if you were having three to four apples a day, that would add up pretty fast. Number five is not that much different than number four. It's the orange with 17 grams of sugar per one large orange. And we certainly know that oranges are just sort of dripping with antioxidants. They have the vitamin C in it, which is so fantastic four grams of fiber, also great, you just wouldn't wanna have tons of oranges. And that would mean, you know, if you were making fresh orange juice and squeezing all your oranges fresh, which would be so delicious, just realize how much of that sugar and how many oranges it would take just to give you one glass of orange juice, it would be super high in sugar, which is why I generally tell people don't go to those smoothie places. Yes, they're delicious and they are loaded in fruit, which means loaded in sugar. That's another one most of my clients have to give up pretty quickly once they realize how much sugar is in those smoothies. Next one down, number six is pears. It also has 17 grams of sugar Medium fruit, it has six grams of fiber, which so the fiber's going up at least, and that's awesome. If you are low on fiber intake, uh, a pear might be the one to grab as your one of your servings in a day. And then kiwi, a great. Awesome fruit. I love kiwi. That's another one I have found as an adult. My family did not serve kiwis. I don't think my parents have ever eaten a kiwi. (laughs) Uh, 16 grams per one cup of sliced kiwi. So definitely still a little bit on the high side. Wouldn't not eat it. I still would have a kiwi as one of my servings of fruit. What I love about kiwi, it has five grams of fiber, and that's awesome. And they say that a lot of the fiber is in that furry skin. So don't be afraid to eat the furry skin of the kiwi. I actually take a kiwi, I wash it really well, I scrub it with a little potato brush, and then I slice it up so that I don't really even taste the furry edges that much because it's sliced up, but I do eat the entire kiwi because that's where you're getting the most fiber benefit. Number eight in terms of high sugar fruits, I bet you could guess this one, but pineapple, Gosh, it is so sweet. It is so awesome. And it has 16 grams per cup. So when you chop up those pineapple pieces into little chunks, if you were to give yourself one cup, you're going to get 16 grams. It only has two grams of fiber. So a little disappointing on the fiber side (laughs) of pineapple. I don't know about you, but I have to really limit pineapple because of the acidity in it. It can give me like immediate heartburn. So if you have any type of gastric issue, like heartburn sometimes, I don't know, pineapple can definitely give that to you. So another thing to be cautious of if that acidity bothers you at all. Number nine, and this one is another heartbreaker, but grapes do have a lot of sugar, And it's a bummer because, again, it's one of those awesome summer fruits that you could just keep grabbing more and more and more. But 15 grams per cup, again, this might be a nice exercise for you to try maybe with your kiddos is see how many grapes you can even fit into one cup and then ask yourself if that's the amount you normally eat. Because if you're anything normal, uh, <laughs> this is normal, right? I think it's normal. But, like, I have a big thing of grapes in my refrigerator. I wash them, I put them in a strainer, and then I put them on, uh, in, the, on, in the strainer on a plate in the fridge. And what tends to happen is every time I go into the fridge, I grab a few. And then next time I go into the fridge, I grab a few. And every, like, all through the day, who knows how many grapes that added up to. Now if I were trying to lose weight, that would be the first thing I would stop, is the grazing of the fruit, because that just becomes a very high amount of sugar very fast. Um, I'm not trying to lose weight right now, but if my weight does go up at all, that's usually the first thing that I really watch are all the extra bites. So be very cautious of that little hand grabbing the grapes over and over and over, because again, 15 grams per cup, see how many grapes fit in a cup. And then maybe you'll even know like, oh, it's, you know, 14 grapes is about a cup. And next time you can limit it to that amount. Um, bananas is number 10. Again, I have a banana every single day because I make the Eagle Protein Shake, which is a real food protein shake, no protein powder. That is just, I do not do supplements. If you want the recipe, just go right to my website, EarnThatBody.com, and you can put your name in email and I will send you the recipe for the Eagle Protein Shake. Now in the protein shake, there is a banana in it. And I have this almost every single day. There are 14 grams. Of sugar in a medium-sized banana not a ton of sugar but a little bit on the higher side it does have just over 3 grams of fiber so that part I definitely like as well but I wouldn't I wouldn't have more than one banana a day generally um, because those carbs the sugar that will add up pretty fast number 11 is pomegranates and I have to say I really love pomegranates but I don't love how hard it is to eat them. Am I the only one who struggles with like how to cut it open and eat it without it staining everything (laughs) everywhere? So I don't eat them very often. They have 12 grams of sugar per half a cup. Um, of pomegranate seeds. So that's one of them that's a half a cup. So if you think about it, 12 grams for half a cup. And are you even maybe eating the entire pomegranate? It's sort of nice if you just sprinkle them on a salad. That can be a great way to get some pomegranate in without too much sugar. But it is something you want to keep an eye on. And the last high sugar fruit on the list, but it's definitely coming down, down, down in terms of how much sugar, are figs. Um, figs are another one. I don't eat them very often, but I, I don't even know. I, am sure I have tried a fig, but I feel like I'd like to try them again because I don't know much about them. And they have 10 grams of sugar per large whole fig. They only have two grams of fiber. Uh, something to keep in mind if you're trying to get your fiber up, that's probably not the fruit of choice. So they don't have the most sugar in it. Um, but they have 10 grams. So just think about it. If you had grabbed three figs, That would be 30 grams of sugar, like more than a soda at that point, right? Something to keep in mind. Does it mean you shouldn't eat any of these fruits? Absolutely not. You should definitely still eat these fruits, but I want you to keep them in moderation. Now let's talk about 11 of the best low-sugar fruits. Because these are maybe the ones that you wanna reach for more often, right? Because again, we wanna limit the amount of sugar that we eat in a day. And so if you're someone who is trying to lose weight or you are trying to watch your sugar intake, then these 11 fruits might be a little bit better in terms of how much sugar they have for you. Now, the first one that they list, I kinda think this one is not even fair. But they put lemons and limes. Now, I don't really consider these a fruit, but technically they are a fruit. But who is grabbing a lemon and a lime and eating it like as in the whole thing, right? So I'm not really going to count that one. I'm going to move right on to raspberries. Now, berries in general tend to be the lower fruit option for sugar, which is great. Raspberries have about 5 grams of sugar per cup. So again, it is great if you're going to be eating these bite-sized fruits to just get the measuring cup out and measure what an actual cup is for that sugar. Raspberries have lots of fiber too, so they help satiate you, fill you up. We want that fiber. Raspberries are definitely a go-to for a low sugar fruit. The next one would be strawberries. They are surprisingly low in sugar, but super sweet and delicious. Like to me, there's nothing better when a strawberry is at that perfect right point that they are so sweet. And I always tell my son, this is what I call organic candy, (laughs) right? It is so healthy for you. It is so sweet. It is so delicious. 7 grams of sugar. Um, for that serving size as well. So nothing terrible. Uh, You know, maybe you're going to throw a cup of strawberries into your Eagle Shake. That would be totally fine. Seven grams of sugar, not too bad. That's less than your banana, right? Then there's the blackberries. They also have seven grams of sugar per cup. And you just don't have to feel guilty when you're snagging on them because, again, they are a low-sugar fruit option. uh option and they have great high antioxidants so it's super you know beneficial for your body to get the blackberries in i have to say i don't eat blackberries very often but whenever i do segments like this it's like i need to make this special note that the next time i go to the market i need to go out of my way to try some figs to try some blackberries (laughs) blackberries are a great one again berries in general are gonna have low sugar Now, they consider on this list that I'm reading you the kiwi to be a low sugar fruit, and then I had just told you that it's a high sugar fruit on the other list, but that's just because it's in uh, order of how much sugar it has. It was on the low side of the high list, and it's just that you really want to keep it to one kiwi versus eating like two to three, because that's when the, the sugar definitely bumps up. So kiwis are, you know, even though they were on the high list too, they were at the bottom of. The high list. Uh, So they're definitely still a great option for you. Grapefruit, another citrus fruit that I have to say, I do love it. I just don't eat it that often. Again, I think it's got to do with that acidity thing for me. I get heartburn pretty easily. So I don't eat a lot of grapefruit. They have nine grams of sugar in half of a medium sized grapefruit. So when you're looking at the grapefruit, that's a big fruit, right? So instead of thinking like, oh, it's a, you know, that whole fruit has nine sugar. No, it's half of a medium size has nine grams. So if you were to eat the whole grapefruit, then you're talking 18 grams. And at that point it would be on the high sugar list, but at one serving size is half. And that is not too bad in terms of sugar. Now this one also, it's kind of tricky, but they say the avocado has very low sugar. Now you're probably thinking avocado. It's not a fruit. (laughs) Well, technically, avocado is indeed a fruit. And of course, it has very low sugar. I mean, I don't think of the avocado as super sweet. Now, I love avocados, and I probably have half an avocado like every other day. They only have 1 gram of sugar in the entire raw avocado. So if you want to include the avocado as one of your fruits, that would be a super low sugar one. Personally, I would say let that be your third serving. If you're going to do fruits, two servings of normal fruit, one serving of avocado, that would be totally fine. But I, I don't consider that really a, a sweet sugar fruit. Number eight, I was super happy to see this. And on Studio 512, the, the ladies were super happy to hear this too. But watermelon, which is sort of the iconic summer fruit. Watermelon is actually under 10 grams of sugar for a whole cup. So diced up watermelon in one cup, just under 10 grams of sugar, It's also an amazing source of iron, just so you know. So, so sweet. Who would think that watermelon would fall on the low sugar list? But I was super happy to hear it. Uh, Rosie and Stephanie on Studio 512, they were super happy to hear it because it is such a great summer fruit. I think it's so low in sugar because such a high proportion of watermelon is made of water. Uh, And to me, they're, again, nothing better than when a watermelon is like that perfect, perfect ripe and ready to go. So, so sweet. And now you don't even have to feel guilty about eating that one. Number nine would be cantaloupes, which are great for vitamin A content. And a cup of this one is less than 13 grams of sugar. So as you can see, the sugar's starting to climb on this list, but they still consider it in the low. I mean, it's definitely better than those high 20s of the mangoes, right? But 13 grams of sugar for cantaloupe, one cup. But again, just make sure that you measure that one cup because it's really easy to eat a lot more than one cup when it comes to cantaloupe. It's super sweet. It is absolutely delicious. Number 10, this one Oranges, Uh, we talked about oranges already. See how it's climbing up on this list for sugar, Um, and it was falling down on the high list, going lower. So it's sort of somewhere in the middle. It's a great fruit that you can have, but it does have about 12 grams, according to this list, of sugar per fruit. Now, what about peaches? I love a good peach and less than 13 grams of sugar in a medium-sized fruit. So a peach is going to be a great option for one of your servings each day as well. And that's pretty much all the fruits that they have listed in the high sugar group, the low sugar group. So what are you going to do? I mean, again, whatever you do, don't fear eating fruit. Because fruit, I mean, like I said earlier, it has so many important vitamins, minerals, phytochemicals, antioxidants. Our diet needs those things. Fiber as well. Your body needs all of those things. So don't be afraid to eat fruit. And by no means do I want this podcast to be a, oh my gosh, I'm not going to eat that now (laughs) episode. Because I want you more to think about, I can have this this is good for me, I just have to have it in moderation. So stick with that one cup serving size or that medium fruit size in order to pick your fruit and to enjoy it But just make sure that you're not sort of eating the grapes out of the bowl or the cherries out of the bag on your way to pick up your kiddo. (laughs) Don't get into that habit. If anything, let this podcast episode be this reminder to you that you can enjoy all of these things in moderation. That's probably the most important thing you can learn right now. It's just about moderation. So keep eating those fruits. Two servings a day is a definite must. I always have two servings of a fruit every day, and I hope that you do too. And if you want to add that third serving of your avocado, you go for it. Uh, And I also encourage you, like I said, try some new fruits. I know the next time I go to the market, I'm gonna grab some new fruits. Um, So I'll let you know how they are. And I'm always curious to know if you ate some of those fruits that I didn't. Give me a post on social media. That reminds me, if you don't follow Earn That Body on Instagram, on Facebook, definitely give me a follow because each day I try to share a nutrition tip, a fitness video, uh, inspirational anything, just to sort of help you stay healthy, stay motivated. And I absolutely love more than just a like on the post but i truly love to engage with my followers so like i said if you when you see this podcast is posted because i always do a post on social media Let me know. Have you tried the figs? How do you eat pomegranate? Like somebody out there like reach out to me, talk to me, engage with me because I'm a one-woman show, right? (laughs) So I depend on you guys to reach out so that I can uh, expand (laughs) my horizon with my social media, with my social friends. You are all a friend to me if you're a listener on the Earn That Body podcast. So Thank you so much for listening today. If you love the podcast, the best thing you can do is give it a share on social media. Please tag Earn That Body. And I hope that with 4th of July coming before you know it, uh, you know, just make good choices. Don't stress about it. Don't go on a detox the Monday after. Enjoy your holiday and keep up the great work with being healthy. Earn That Body podcast is always here to bring you health, fitness, nutrition information you can put into play